News Radio 570 WKBN. Welcome. It's Thursday afternoon. Time now for the legal show. I cannot get over, folks. Uh, first, uh, Attorney Mark DeVecchio is here. Grab your microphone, Mark. I cannot get over. We have a line of people here. I'm in a secret, undisclosed location at the Canfield Fair because I'm a Trump supporter, all right? I'm in a secret, undisclosed location, correct? Yeah, but it's not so secret. Three people brought you cinnamon rolls. <laughs> My buddy Rich from uh, oh, Window okay. Depot. All right, here's the reality. Look at that line of people that are standing there that started forming at 501. Yes. Those people are all here, and they all said one thing. What's that? Where's Moses? Where is Moses? Where is Carl Moses? Yeah. Where, uh, you know, we've come to meet Moses. We've come to see Moses. Look, there's a young lady holding a sign. Where's Moses? Says Moses. Yeah. I mean, so so what is that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, twelve people. All, all women, some older women. Yeah, I am here. From, I am here. I know you're there, but these, but the, but the Moses fan club is out here on the midway well, at the Canfield Fair. You're back at the studio. I know. I know. I'm I was, sorry. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. I'm sorry, ladies. He is married. Yes, he, he is will married. not be coming today, ladies. Yeah. Uh, no, He's this, at the studio. Sorry. Now Maybe next time. Dude, would you like to meet Mark DeVec? No, they're leaving. <laughs> ladies. Okay. No, ladies. They, they really don't have anything to do. Boy, that's kind of sad for you, isn't it? Yeah, the one flipped me off as you should walk away. Right, right. Those Moses supporters are, are, are right. strong people, aren't they? Yes. I'll be well, over in, in five studio. minutes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he says he'll be over in five minutes, yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, anyway, time now for the legal show back at our studio. In a secure bunker for his own safety as well, because he gets in these terrible political arguments with me on Canadian television. Yeah. Remember that ugly scene on Canadian television? Did you ever see that? It played in Canada, and uh, Moses was arguing with me right there on Canadian television. Those Canadian producers, they walked out saying he was the star of the show. They kept egging him on. Right, right. Go after him. Go after him. Go go get him. Go get him. Yes. Let's do it again. Let's do it again. Well, they were egging him on, and he he was relentless. It was was a sight of Moses I thought I would never see in my life. Would you like to try it again? No, I would not like to try it again. I think he's up for a Canadian Oscar. I think he was, and and this was all on Canadian television. Right. The Canadians were in our studio, and uh, they were filming this. Uh, We were talking about Trump, and uh, Moses was talking against Trump. And it got fairly ugly, wouldn't you say? Yes, it did. It Uh, got very ugly. Very very truthful. I wouldn't term it ugly. I'd say very truthful. There wasn't any name-calling or anything like that. No. No, no. But he, with that razor sharp intellect that he had, he, right, they, they, it inflicted some wounds on you there. Right Ron. against my dim wittedness, it was a, <laughs> made for a very uh, long half hour. Yes, it did. <laughs> it really did. And but I forgive him. You know what I mean? I moved no, on. No, it was it wasn't personal at all. I think it was. That's why I never talk politics. Really, it wasn't personal. Not right. personal okay. at all. Not personal at all, Mark. Uh, Ron, I love Moses. He's back yes. there. Moses is. Uh, is uh, an attorney with the firm Beatrice Harshman and Cop. He's a litigator. Uh, if you've listened to the program on a regular basis, you would know this. I think he's a. I think Moses is truly a brilliant attorney. I, I really do. I've I agree. Uh, talked to a lot of attorneys over the years. I think Moses is a brilliant attorney. Thank you. I disagree I with that. A, I disagree with that. Not brilliant. Hardworking, right. hardworking, and uh, uh, and dedicated. dedicated, dedicated, but not brilliant. So right. and, let's, uh, not, let's not get overboard. 
Well, you're probably right. You're not that brilliant. Sure. Come to think of it, that's the wrong word to use. What's uh, hardworking and dedicated would be the right terms, right? Those are good terms. All right, and that's what Moses does. And uh, he's uh, licensed in Pennsylvania, and he's a litigator for the firm. That means he goes, what, in front of juries and, and trials? Yeah, conducts and, trials, yes. And he'd be very good at it. He I is mean, good he at is, it. He's very, very good at it. And uh, he does... He does a lot of litigation on uh, malpractice, dog bites, auto accidents, this kind of stuff, right? Correct. Yes. I mean, that's what Moses does a lot. You know what? Uh, can, I, can I reveal this, Moses? Moses had a malpractice case, I'm going to just tell you folks. And, and, you know, Moses did one of the most unique things that you could possibly do. Him and the other lawyer just called each other, and they basically worked it out without having to go through all the nonsense. And it was just an approach that I could see Moses doing something like that to say, enough of this already. So refreshing. Yes, that's how cases should be resolved. Right, but I mean, it took Moses to pick up the phone and say, let's do this differently. Let's try to solve this without getting this so ugly. Right, Moses? It is always better to try to resolve things. Uh, Going to court is a time guzzler time guzzler and it's also very expensive and it's very time consuming as i said uh so it's not worth it and there's a big risk so it's always the beneficial at least 90 percent of the time i think it's beneficial to try to resolve it and if it's resolved then you save you save time you save money you save the or you you eliminate the risk of getting zero and uh, everybody's or well, and either hand, the other side eliminates the risk of uh, of getting killed financially too. Sure, I mean you know there's a lot. Uh, I mean there's a lot to be said. When you for. go to trial, you put your fate in the hands of the trier of fact, of a third party, or in the hands of a jury. Nine Correct. people, twelve people, whatever it may be, you lose control of your destiny when you settle your case. And they always say the best settlement is where neither side is very happy because they both feel like they gave up a little too much or didn't get enough. That's typically a good settlement. So, you know, you always would prefer to control your destiny instead of putting it in someone else's hands and making it all or nothing at all. Sure. But of course, there are always times where you have to go to trial and you just can't resolve it because the other side might be adamantly against your position or my position and so sometimes you have no alternative but most of the time you do most most of the time you do mm-hmm. but so, so i commend you on that moses i thought that Thank was you. a unique approach and i thought that you know that had never been done before really by the by the parties right. involved and i thought it was precedent. i thought it was very refreshing now, do we have anything that we can say decent about DeVecchio? Because I'm, I'm scrambling. Don't even I, try. I can't even I think of anything, don't Moses. Even try. Can you? <laughs> that we can say about DeVecchio? Oh, I'm I, wearing a suit at the Canfield Fair. He looks that like a freak out here. He has a suit on and a tie. Oh, my and, God. And uh, people think he's an ice agent walking down the, <laughs> down the midway. What do you think, Moses? I'm sweating like I, a I can visualize it. I can visualize it as though he were standing in front of me right now. How are you, Mark? Absolutely. Very good. Nice to hear your voice, Carl. You sounds like you're a little hoarse. How you you uh, the weather? No. no, I'm I'm fine. I, it's my normal. All oh, right. okay. Well, let me give some phone numbers out. If you have any questions about child support, divorce, custody issues, in all seriousness, pick up the phone and give me a call. Child support, divorce, custody issues. Call me right now. I have three lines in Youngstown open. 330-729-9977. 330-729-9977. Ninety-nine seventy-seven, three three zero seven two nine ninety-nine seventy-seven. 
And if you have any questions about uh, any other legal issue, whether that be accidents, speeding tickets, um, medical malpractice, any other legal issue, pick up the phone and give me a call as well because I have Moses here who can answer a lot of those questions, DeVecchio who can answer those, and particularly family law questions. So keep it in mind. Call us now, 330-729-9977. And Viking Jim, keep me posted if you don't mind. We have three lines in Youngstown open, 330-729-9977, 330-729-9977. We'll take calls. Any legal questions that you might have for attorneys tonight, they'll be here till 6 o'clock on News Radio 570 WKBN. So pick up the phone and give us a call as we go along here. Live from the Canfield Fair, where attorney you can meet attorney Mark DeVecchio at my secret undisclosed location. Who's here? Uh, you're easy to spot him. He's in a almost like a tuxedo out I'm the here. Only guy here wearing a tie. <laughs> right. I mean, you know, he's, he looks like uh, Diamond Jim walking down uh, the uh, midway when he comes down. So uh, you can definitely tell. A lot of people avoid Mark when he's walking down. They think he must be running for some office, you know, that he's dressed like that. <laughs> right. I, you know, they say, no, not not him. All right, let's take our first call, Mike. Where do we go to? Mark, yes. News Radio 570 WKVN. Thank you for calling, and go ahead. Yes, I have a question about a living will. Yes, sir, uh, go ahead. It uh, sounds like you're still living, so it's good that it's a living will. Great. Uh, when you, is there a limit to the number of people can list that may have to make a decision in the event of uh is there a limit typically i know that you have to identify one person primarily to make uh, a decision and then you should have an alternate in the event that that person is unable to make that decision you're not a committee of people like no i would think the more the too many chefs ruin the soup i mean you don't you don't want to put too many people in charge so that it, it actually prevents the living will from doing what it's supposed to do what is a living will for mark a living will is you're authorizing someone when you're incapacitated to make decisions for you medical decisions when you're on uh there's there's a medical living will where if you're incapacitated you could either instruct your person to advise the doctors to cut off life support not to keep you alive artificially cut off nutrition or to maintain nutrition keep you on life support so i say this to the caller though in all seriousness be careful with who you know give serious consideration to who you put in charge of your living will my wife is in charge of my living will caller. I go to the doctor for a routine physical. He says, it sounds like you got a little bit of a cold coming. And my wife says, let him go peacefully and, uh, and, and let keep him, him comfortable. Right, keep him comfortable and let him go peacefully. And I say, Lisa, I have a little bit of a cold. And she says, I know. And I she want, called your just, doctor. Just make, him com- <laughs> just make him comfortable and let him well, go. I guess, I guess I wanted to clarify that it is a pecking order. In other words, yeah, you can have, you can have, yeah. Yes, you, you should have a, one individual and an alternate, absolutely. And if you, you feel the need, alternates. I, yeah, well, you, no, because you could have, they would, you could have more than one individual primarily. But as Mark says, that could cause a problem because those two people may not agree, right? And you then you might have a problem. Anybody co-deciding? Yes. So as right, Mark, as Mark said, have have a primary person and an alternate, and maybe two alternates in case the first alternate's not not able. Yeah, perhaps the first alternate is ceased, and then you know the next alternate right. take their place. Okay, then right. the other. And if you have a, it, it, go ahead, sir. I'm sorry. Sorry. Uh, 
that answers that question. I do have a, one more question on a will. Is it common yes, sir, go practice ahead. for the executor to be paid for their services? Yes. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's permitted it's, under the statute. It's permitted, and many times if the executor happens to be uh, a member of the family, that executor may waive the right to, ha to be paid a fee. Okay, and how is that fee determined? It, it, it's it determined by the probate court. Oh, it's by the court? Yes. You, you would submit your fee and your ordinary reason with your time and everything, and the court will determine whether it's reasonable or not. Okay. Okay, caller? Very good. Thank you. All right. S sounds to me like he sounds to me like he's getting ready to die. Oh God! No, he's, not a he's got he's, he's got a. Uh, Aren't we all, should... Ron? Aren't we all? Really think about it. What's what we're all heading there? You're looking at me like I'm in my little peak it or something when you look at me like that <laughs> with those glasses. <laughs> we're all going that. We're all heading there. No, no resisting it. See, Mark is my alternative on my living will. <laughs> And, and now he's looking at me like, well, we're all going someday. Between my wife and you, I'll, I, I'll be lucky if I make it to the end of the week. No, yeah, well, if you keep eating the cinnamon buns. <laughs> put, put, me, put, me as, put me as your second alternate. That might even be there worse, right? <laughs> right, right. He's, he supports Trump. Pull the plug now. He's brain dead. That's what Moses would say. Right. All right. Callers online, stand by. We're going to take more of your calls. In we're just going to pause for literally sixty seconds or less. So we're going to come back in thirty seconds after you pay attention to the keyword and maybe win on News Radio five seventy WQEN. Ron Verb with Attorney Devecchio at the Canfield Fair. Moses back at the studio. This is a legal show courtesy of Beatrice Cop and the Harshman. We're here till six. I'll be at the fair till seven. We'll be right back. shot at a trip to our iHeartRadio Music Festival now. iHeartRadio! Text the keyword FUN to 200-200. Yes. Storm Team 27 forecast. Uh, let's get a weather update now from attorney Mark DeVecchio wearing a suit and tie. Uh, Temperature-wise, DeVecchio uh, out here at the Canfield Fair. What would you currently rate the temperature at uh, by chance, DeVecchio? It's warm. It's warm enough to, to sweat through my shirt. <laughs> No, it's about, uh, what do you say, 76? You think it's 76? Yeah. All right. Uh, let me see. I'm, I'm, I'm going to try to bring it up. Guess the temperature with Mark DeVecchio. See how close I am. Uh, well, of course, you know, nothing ever works when you need it to out at this place. All right. Currently, it feels like 75. Hey. You're right on the money. Mostly cloudy. Low down to 57 for tonight. Tomorrow's partly sunny and a high <laughs> of 83. News Radio 570. It's going to be a perfect day tomorrow for the fair. Let's take our next call with Attorney DeVecchio and Carl Moses. Jim, you're on the air. Go ahead, please. Hi, I have a stump the attorney question. Oh, good. Okay, we can I, use one. I, okay, I come from an Italian background, and uh, my father said well, to me once... Hello? Yeah, go ahead. I'm listening. Oh, okay. My father, uh, in the younger days, said that the only reason I speak to him is because I want his money. So mm -hmm. I said, that's not true. So I went to his attorney and told him I didn't want to be in the will, that my, my, that my wife didn't want to be in the will, and, uh, and the kids certainly aren't being in the will. And he thought I was kidding, which I wasn't. The question that arose among attorneys in, in my Western Pennsylvania community town was, does the will of the receiver, namely me, supersede the will of the giver? In other words, who wins here? Well... 
Well, I don't know. This is a Pennsylvania question, but just right quickly, I don't think in your will you could say that you don't want to collect under anyone else's will. That wouldn't be in your will. So, no, and I'll love no, uh, it would be, Carl I, answer I, the I rest. Told you, I, told, I told his attorney that I didn't want to be in my father's will at no. all. I don't want his money, didn't want his money, didn't need his money, didn't want anything. All right. and, uh, we understand that, but you can't control what uh, your father does in his will. On the other hand, if he lists you as an heir in his will, uh, you can waive your rights to that uh, inheritance if you wish. Yeah, there was a beneficiary. Implications. What's that? I'm sorry. There were there were tax implications. Not well, not. Yeah. <laughs> has this already happened? Is this what you're telling well, me? Well, it, it, it uh, settled out, but it was a for about a year. It was a tough and go, and finally uh, someone prevailed and, and brought us together again. But uh, for the longest time, it was a question that some attorneys didn't know how to answer because there was a tax implication. What was the tax implication that was told to you? Uh, I don't quite understand it. It was something about uh, inheritance and and costs and uh, stamps and I don't know all that property stuff and I don't know. Well, I'd have to know more details in order to give you any more answer than what I've already given you. Yeah. Okay. But it, 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 the receiver, I didn't want it, and I refused to take it. Well, you can do that. You can decline, and uh, there's a form that would be filled out. <laughs> Where you would decline to take the inheritance, so you don't have to take it. Yes. So you, I asked you, has this already occurred, and did you decline the inheritance? And initially, I did decline, but okay. but it was still a hang-up because of some financial technicality with the state at that time. Now, this occurred about, I don't know, 15 years ago or so, 12 years ago. And uh, maybe things have changed, but it was an interesting concept. Who wins here? You know, nobody wins from that standpoint. But from an emo well, you know, from a pure inheritance standpoint, I didn't want it. I didn't want to take it. I didn't want to give it. What? What? Well, what did he leave you exactly? How much? Well, I don't want to go there, Ron. But it was substantial six, or not? Yeah, six to me it was substantial. Well, why, well, why wouldn't you take it? He, 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 he wants you to have it. When he's dead, he's saying, I want you to have this. Not only that, if there's, if it was substantial enough, you could pay the tax out of it. I mean, I understand there are inheritances. I didn't want it. I didn't want it. It's, you guys have to understand something. It's an Italian thing. Well, DeVecchio's Italian. Explain yes. it, DeVecchio. <laughs> well, we're, we're hard-headed. We're, typically, we're hard-headed, and so that's that's you say you don't well, want. Let me let me check on this Italian thing, Devecchio. If your father left you six figures in his will and he died, would you accept it? <laughs> well, you can't. I'm, I don't have. Would the same you accept it? Yes or no? Caller. Would you accept it? Well, I, I mean, well, if, if that it was, was my father's given to you wishes, with a glad heart, probably. If it was right, to you, exactly. Without a glad heart, or I understand a happy the, Ital or a, a, the Italian no, thing is you're saying want, I don't want anything that he do that felt negative in my life, including money. Sir, more, yeah, more specifically, uh, were there other children, other no. siblings? In other words, you were the only child, so the inheritance yep. tax, and I'm not an expert on estates, but the inheritance tax for a parent to a child is 
a certain percentage. I, I think my recollection is it might be 4.4%, something like that, or 46 Whereas if it went to a spouse, for example, there would be no inheritance tax, at least for Pennsylvania I'm talking about. And if it's a huge figure, a huge amount, then there's possibility there could be a federal estate tax. But maybe the idea was that if it came to you, there would be an inheritance tax for Pennsylvania. If it went to your your father's spouse, there would be no Pennsylvania inheritance tax. Do you understand? No, my, my, my father's, my mother has been, was okay. deceased. Right. I have to okay. pause, and I thank you for your call. We'll come back with more News Radio 570 WKBN. Stay tuned. We are back. News Radio 570 WKBN and Ron Verb with attorney Carl Moses and uh, Mark DeVecchio. It's interesting, Moses, with DeVecchio here at the fair. Many people recognize him from his house band that are coming up to him. And also, many of the people recognize him uh, as far as their divorces are concerned. Some of them are very happy to see him, and some of them are very upset to see him who were on the opposing side to DeVecchio. That means, that, means, that means he's an excellent lawyer. Right. I can tell the people that didn't have DeVecchio on, uh, as their divorce attorney, no, clearly they true. snuck that's into the fair because they don't have anything true. left. That's not true. All right, let's take our next Ron, call. Ron, next before, before you have the next yeah. call, in regard to that last caller, here's another comment. Even though his father's wife was deceased, if, if there were other heirs that were down the line, there could have been a higher Pennsylvania inheritance tax than if the money went to the son, the caller. So that could have been a reason. That may have. Been. You know what? I, I don't understand it. You know, when when the person dies and their wishes are, I want this person to have this, then accept it. I mean, because it, because that person has said that they they, they want you to enjoy this. Yeah, they want especially you to your father. Have this. You know what I mean? I agree. And Moses, I want you to understand this, Moses. That will not happen in our relationship. <laughs> oh, I could expect a lot then, right? Okay. Well, that is that what you exactly, mean? Is that what you mean? I guess. See, this is why I don't speak to him too often, <laughs> because he turned it around on me. He's got me all. Let's take our next call. I said, Patrick, News Radio 570, yeah. WKVN. Hello. Go ahead. Hi, guys. I have a quick question for the attorney posing as an ICE agent there at the fair. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, our, he's in a yeah. he's, Yes. <laughs> in a suit. What's up, Patrick? Uh, quick, quick question. Um, I submitted a petition for dissolution of marriage along with all the forms required and the, and the uh, fees and everything, and I was granted a hearing date. My wife and I were granted a hearing date, and then we decided not to go through with it after all. So I think I have to file a motion to dismiss. Is that correct? Yes. You okay, could do one of two things. Form? You have two choices. Yes. You have two choices, actually. You okay. can file for a, a petition for conciliation, Okay. And because you paid a $250 filing fee on your petition for divorce, mm -hmm. if you want to work on your marriage, you don't want to terminate your marriage, and you want to get some counseling and you want to see if you could work through some of your issues, the court will suspend all proceedings on your disillusion for a period of approximately 90 days, so long as you and she are in counseling. Go to counseling, see if you could work your conciliation out, and then you could d dismiss your petition. If you just want to dismiss it, you could dismiss it, and, and it's a very generic form. You you dismiss the action before the court. You lose your 250. 
you get some of it back as a refund. But then matter. if you want to file it again, you're going to pay another 250 Let me ask you this, right. Patrick. Siri, and I'm yeah. asking a serious question. Yeah. Who decided they didn't want to go through with this, her or you? My wife. What is, yeah. So so you who filed for the divorce? I did. Well, no. If it, we, 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 okay, we you filed for If it's a disillusion, understand this. If it's a disillusion, yeah. both parties are petitioners. When you look at oh, a disillusion. If they agreed to get uh, right. to separate and agreed on the a terms A divorce is plaintiff versus defendant. On a disillusion, it's petitioner and petitioner coming forward, both together, submitting gotcha. their agreement to the court. Why do you feel that your wife changed her mind? Because uh, we've been married for five years, and she, um, I plan to move back to Colorado in a couple of years. It'd be close to my kids, and she doesn't want to move. So she's thinking if we stay married 10 years, then she'll qualify for half of my Social Security when I die. Well, not necessarily. Well, depending. Does she pay into she Social Security as well? Yes. If you reach the 10-year marriage, she will get half of your Social Security. Yeah. You mean to tell me she won't move to... I got. I got to ask you this question. I'm not being a smart sure. like with you, but you know, anytime I, I, anytime I hear anyone tell me they 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 want to move to Colorado, now my initial question is, what are you? Are you a dope smoker? No, his children no. are there. In fact, I lived there I mean, for ten yeah, years, but, uh, and I'm very very disappointed by. And I'm not a moralist, but I'm very disappointed what my children tell me about the way it's going out there now. That it's everywhere. Well, you can't you can't avoid it any place you go. Right. What brought you to our area versus uh, staying out there? Well, I grew up in this area. I came back to take care of my mom until she passed away. And so. you and you found a woman and married her while you were doing on. that, yeah. here, sir. Yep, yep. Sure did. And, Great and fell in love. And you, and, and you mean it. And you mean to tell me seriously, you guys got a marriage? And you, you, you I'm asking a serious question. You're in love with yeah. each other. The the biggest tie up is she won't move to Colorado, and she would. You're going to get a disillusion over that. Hang yeah. On. Yes. Yeah. That's cr- yeah. That, that's crazy. Why? You know, Why? I mean, What's that crazy, Ron? Well, why wouldn't she just move to Colorado? Colorado is a great she, place to go. Her, okay, you're going to think this is really crazy. Her parents are buried yeah. here. And mm-hmm. uh, the only family she has is here, even though they don't see her, her very much at all. But yeah, I guess my question would be, it. you've been married for five years. She wants to yes. reach the 10-year mark. Do you yeah. want to stay married for the next five years only for the purpose of her receiving half of your Social Security? I'm willing to I mean, do are that. Are you willing to do that? Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. then that's. He said go. he's not willing, or he is. He said he's willing. Right, I am, Patrick. Willing. Yeah. Outside. Uh, are you? Are, do you have a good relationship outside all? Oh of yeah. That, sir? Yeah, we're really good friends. I mean, she moved out last November, and. Uh, Could I I'm, ask you another thing? Oh, wait a minute. Sure. She, go ahead. Did, did, uh, stop that. She moved out. You're saying? Uh-huh. She moved yeah. out. Yeah. Well, so you guys aren't even living together. Well, why? You have to be, if, if you want to get a dissolution, we went to an attorney. He said you have to be living separate and apart. Yeah, there you, you, I, well, 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 why is she going to move back now that you're not going to do that? No, in fact, uh, she's buying a house, and I'm helping her with that. Well, you got to be careful because you both have dower rights in any property that you acquire, and you would mm-hmm. both have a marital interest. Also, how, how long before you collect Social Security? Are you employed? I'm already collecting. I'm I'm 69 years old. I've been okay. collecting it since I was 66. Okay, and I'm I got employed you. I understand. All right. Well, then you know what my advice is: if if you're happy with it, if it pleases you, if that's what you choose, then by all means do it. And might I ask, how old is your wife, sir? She's 55. My my God, you're almost 80, and she's 55. <laughs> that is fantastic. So you One married her when grave, she was 50. Right? I know. I mean, geez, man. And and are you guys uh, 
Really? I, I got to yeah. hand it to you. You know what I mean? And she's How beautiful. That's why he's willing. She doesn't think she's beautiful, but seriously, everybody that meets her calls me aside and goes, well, what's the ticket here? How did you get her? Well, how did you get her? Did you get it like get her liquored up or meet her? How did no, you meet no, her? Like Ron got drink. his wife? No. Really? She doesn't uh, drink or smoke or do drugs or anything like that. She's a, a, I a had very to devout slip my Christian. wife a Mickey, yeah. really. Well, if she's yeah. if you love her so much and you get along so well, why would you terminate your marriage anyway? If if she's so wonderful, you could always visit your children in Colorado and they could visit you. Yeah. Well, I mean, really, how much longer do you have? You're seventy nine because of her blood disorder. No, you could fly out to visit your kids in Colorado. And, and I do. Stay I married do. here. And they come here to visit. You might as well stay married. I mean, you're 79. How much longer do you 69. have? You know? 69. I mean, 69. Oh, 69. Well, but no, he says he's happy. They get along great. He's in love. She's beautiful. I mean, really? Priorities, I guess. Right. You know, 69. Well, really, what do you got? Maybe 10 more good years? Tops? Actually, I think I tops? got 30 good years left in me. There you go. Pat. All right. The heroin epidemic's larger than I thought, obviously, in a senior kid. 30 oh, good Patrick, years ago. He's getting, listen. I, I, I wish really you the best shape. of luck. I, I weigh the same as I weigh when I graduated from high school in 1967. I've always exercised. Which is which is 320 pounds, incidentally. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I wish you the, you know, when I hear that, I weigh the same as I did in high school. What if you were fat when you were in high school? Right. Yeah, I mean, well, I weigh yeah, 160, so, so there. Oh, perfect. Well, well yeah. are you guys still able to uh, have romance? Oh, well, come on. You don't have to yeah. answer that, Pat. But we don't live together, so we, you know, we don't. So it's like it's like going out on a date and that kind of stuff, right? How do you determine if you stay over her house or your house? Um, I never go to her house. She comes over to your house? But not for overnight. We'll meet for dinner or whatever. Yeah. Well, there, well, there's got to be, you know... Does she feel the same way that you do? Does she feel the same way about you that you feel about her? No, I don't think so. Okay, that's now I was picking that up. Okay, I got But yeah. if that's the case, then why have her stick her... Why give her the benefit of your Social Security for five years? For, to, well, for the next five because years? Because you know. she was born with a congenital uh, blood disorder, so she's never been able to work full-time. She's on partial disability. You would never know oh, okay. to look so at her, she, but uh, financially, she's challenged. So I'm, I, right. I feel inclined to help her. Oh, that's a good thing. Now, well, you're a good man with a good, good heart. Man. I, yes, I, you are. I, I well, really do. You. I kind of admire that. Thank you, Patrick, for your call. Thank well, you very thank much. You. That's a good-hearted guy. He is bigger a, man a, than I. A very good-hearted guy, though. Yes, he is. On that kind of stuff, you know, to help her out. All right, onwards. Seven two nine ninety nine seventy seven. We have. Chris next. News Radio 570 WKN. Ron Verb with Moses and DeVecchio. Hello, Chris. Hi. Um, we got rear-ended in our van about uh, three weeks ago now. Uh, their guy admitted it. He came running up, said he had uh, he was on his phone. So their insurance company totals our van, and then they want to pay us out like, you know, 3800 bucks. And I'm supposed to be able to replace, replace the van for that amount of money? Uh, it doesn't seem fair to me. Where? What state are what you? What year is What's, the van? What state what, are you? Ohio. We're in Ohio. It's it's an 05 Honda Odyssey. Uh, it, I look them up. You try to look them up on uh, like uh, Auto Trader or something like that. They're, they're that year in mileage and the way it's decked out, it's like you know six seven thousand dollars. And they tell me, well, you know, it's only worth thirty eight hundred. I have to go to them and and get them down on their price. That's what they tell me. Well, unfortunately. The law basically is that you're entitled to what the market value of that 
vehicle was as of the date of the accident, assuming it was totaled, a total loss. And yeah. and many times, as you say, it's not going to be enough to get another vehicle. Uh, but you can argue with this insurance company that the insurance company's uh, valuation is not correct. And the way you do that, and, and of course you can litigate it if you want to also, you can go to a dealer, uh, find out what that vehicle, that year's vehicle was selling for on the lot, for example, and maybe get the dealer to give you a letter stating that. Uh, you can go to various other uh, outlets to, to get valuations, uh, probably on, online, and argue it that way, because obviously they don't want to pay you any more than they have to. But if you argue it, you may get them up. Right. Well, However, that's what I'm trying to do. I, you know, I emailed back the adjuster. I've talked to him on the phone, and he he tells me he's going to send it to. Uh, I think they called it ACV, actual cash value, not agreed with. That guy calls me. I, you know, I tell him the whole story, and then he's, well, oh, sorry, sir, that's all we can do. Yeah. Well, they're going. So how do you argue? I mean, what what else do you do when they just say no? Well, they're going by the book, basically. And you yeah. can you can argue as I just said, and also you can argue well you put new things into the vehicle, the, the new tires, new this, new that, right. which can add value to it. So there are ways that you can argue that. But if the insurance company is adamant and not wanting to pay you any more than what it indicates, the other the ultimate uh, solution is filing a lawsuit. Yeah. In other words, that would be under. Is this your insurance company or the other company? No, it's the other company, the other guy's company. All right, so so you'd file a lawsuit against uh, the other guy. Were you hurt in the accident also? No. Okay, you weren't treated at all? No. Well, then... We were, yeah, ahead. I mean, we were, the, the van, I don't know, it, we were stopped, and it, he rear-ended us, and it, you know, bent the back bumper and tailgate and hood and radiator, but we, we weren't injured, so no. I don't know. Well, you could also get an expert of your own uh, who would testify at a trial as to what the market value of that vehicle was as of the date of the right. accident. Then it's up to a jury, or if it's in arbitration, it's up to the arbitrator. So, Let me ask you this, Moses, yeah. seriously, on this guy's behalf. If I understood you correctly, caller, did you not say you looked up your van and it was worth 6000 or something dollars? Is that accurate, yes or no? Yes, sir, caller. because, yes, because okay, I now just that answer, up, I put that just, in an email, right, I emailed that back right, to them. Email. Right, 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 look, I, just answer my question. So you went on, like, Kelly's Blue Book, you typed in your van, your mileage, and it said, <laughs> what, six, $7,000, and they're offering you 3500 Is that accurate, yes or no? Yeah, yes. All right. So and you say, listen, you're not giving me the fair market value of my vehicle. Uh, you're offering me thirty five hundred. I want seven thousand because that shows what the what the vehicle is worth. What is their reaction to that? You're not pulling a number out of your behind. You've actually done right. some research, legitimate research. What is their answer to that when you when you give them that argument? Well, they and that's exactly what happened. They have you know they say. Well, this is how we do it, Ohio law. And I don't know, they go through a bunch of stuff. I, I can't understand all their rules and how they go through you know. things. But, you know, they, they say, because even they look it up and they sent me a report that says, you know, here's five comparable vans. Well, they're all worth five and 6000 But then they look at them and say, okay, the dealer's asking 5000 for this vehicle. Well, it's got this many miles, so we got to take 1200 off that price. 
and then they say, well, it's only worth thirty eight hundred. Yeah, I was going to say. I was going to say to you, they're going to consider all sorts of things, like the mileage, what shape it was in at the time, those yeah. those types of considerations. Yeah, I understand. I do understand that, but then they're telling me I got to go negotiate the price down because that's all it's worth, even though everybody's selling them for more than that. Uh, how does that make sense to me? You know, how's that fair to me when I get hit? I got to pay money to go get a new vehicle. Well, unfortunately, it's not it's 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 not a question of fault right now. That they're admitting that they're, so that's yeah, not really right. an issue. Yep. The only issue is what is the fair market value of that vehicle, or what was it as of the date of the accident? Right, that's right. the issue. But, but but don't but Moses, don't you think he's got a good argument to say Kelly's Blue Book says my vehicles were seven grand? Yeah, but they have them over a barrel. No, don't you he, see? They're lowballing him. Knowing that in order to squeeze the other three grand out of him, he's got to spend money to sue them. He's got to take the time, the energy, the expense to file a They're claim. They're not even throwing him and the market value that. of his car. They know that's why they deal in bad faith. That's why you see these insurance companies, all the commercials. Well, don't accept talk it. About Tell the them this is companies. unacceptable to me. Then his obligation—he has to file a, a lawsuit. Then file a lawsuit and there sue him for that and the legal fees. Yeah, and so say I am not accepting this. You're screwing me. And I'm going to file a lawsuit. They I'm offer just you. enough to avoid a bad faith claim. They offer just enough to avoid a bad faith claim, and and they they left just enough in their pocket to make a couple bucks. So and while you're at it, throw in. And by the way, my back's starting to bother me a little bit. Throw <laughs> that in, caller. You hear me? Yeah. There you go. I'm not doing that. Delayed whiplash. Yeah. Listen, so you what, want to get your seven thousand, so or don't you? How much does it cost me to get a lawyer to take care of something like that? I have no idea. Most lawyers, you know, lawyer, most, most lawyers are going to charge you on a contingent fee, either one third of whatever the recovery is, or twenty five percent of the recovery. You might be able to find a, a, like you, you might be able to find a lawyer who would take it on an hourly basis or a or a retainer basis of a certain amount of money, uh, assuming it's not going to go to a jury trial. For example, you may get into arbitration. You're in Ohio, so I don't know how how it works in Ohio, but. Uh, you may want to get into an arbitration type situation. Maybe a lawyer would take it for less than a contingent fee. All right, Tiger. Okay. Good yeah, luck. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, you know what? The, 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 that is. You know, I would really hold my ground on that. Mike, News Radio 570 WKBN. You're on with DeVecchio and Moses. Ron Verb, live from the Canfield Fair. Hello. Hi, gentlemen. It's very nice to talk with you. Ron, I met you a few years back at the Eastwood Mall, and I taught you to hood handshake. I don't know if you remember that or not, but uh, anyway, I have a a, uh, a serious question. I'm what you would call a handyman. I did a job for a lady I with nothing was written uh, on. I do have a statement. The statement says stuff like, I can't see behind walls or underneath floors and stuff, so... Uh, that wouldn't be covered, and uh, uh, if I have to buy things uh, for it, then upon receipt, uh, would be reimbursed for uh, the amount that I spent. And one other thing that I have on there is uh, half of the money is due up front, and the other half will be done at the completion of the job and to the customer's satisfaction. Okay? So yeah. she paid me. I did the kitchen, uh, the bathroom, finished it, and I was doing the kitchen. All told, three thousand dollars. Okay, uh, so she paid me fifteen hundred dollars. I was finished with the uh, kitchen, and it was the last job that I was going to do before I had to leave to go get my surgery. Uh, I rotator cuff surgery. 
Um, mm -hmm. She declined to, to pay, said she didn't like the job. I changed the things. Through. It goes a lot deeper. There's a lot more details. I'm trying to give you the footnotes version. Um, I changed things for her to try to satisfy her three different times. Um, changed out cabinets and everything. Cabinets come from the craft made sale. I explained to her from the get-go uh, that uh, I could get her a good deal on the cabinets because I have somebody who works out there. I could get her a better deal. Um, but the cabinets would match in color, but maybe not style. She agreed with that, okay. Uh, she don't like the kitchen. Uh, she declined to, to pay me. She didn't want to pay me. I think it's a ploy not to pay me the rest of the money. So she's suing me for $1,500. And I think it's to try to not to pay me the other half. And in order for me to get my money, I have to countersue. Plus, I put in uh, for uh, emotional distress. My three questions for you is, because I put in my statement to the customer satisfaction, do I have anything? That, is that something to worry about? Um, I, I don't think. All, I don't think. Uh, I don't think so. I think. I think the bottom line uh, issue is whether it was done in a workmanlike manner, and uh, and you don't have to be exactly uh, subject to her satisfaction. That that would be my impression. Yeah, but it says no, to the I, customer's I, satisfaction. Sorry, he specified. Yeah, but she can't be unreasonable the, in the satisfaction right. level. If she's being sure. unreasonable, then and and also, caller, you're entitled to. It's a breach of contract. You're also entitled to quantum merit, which means for the work you put in, you deserve to get paid. So you have a strong yes, counterclaim. Now but, it just it is whether or not the job was done up to industry standards, according to industry yeah. standards. Workman like job and. Uh, let me add this: You probably you are not going to be entitled to emotional distress uh, damages for that in a contract action, in yes, my sir. opinion. I agree. I agree. Yeah, I mean, okay. I went through the entire uh, how I did the kitchen and the bathroom. I had to move the gas. I mean, I would love to be able to talk to. Is there a, is there such a thing? I know you when you go into small claims, you can't take a lawyer. But can I consult with a lawyer? How much would that cost me to consult with? I don't know. You, you, you guys are not a lawyer to do something like that. You can take You're a lawyer. You're not or prohibited from bringing a lawyer to small claims. You could bring right. a lawyer to small claims with you. Sure. So I can. You know, can I? Yeah. Let me sure. give you yes. some advice. You know, make sure you have pictures of the before and after and yes. what you did and all this kind of stuff. Just don't go in and. And you might want to have your own witness that says that I, I reviewed the work, I inspected it, and it's it's acceptable. It's according to industry standards. Right. It, yeah. Know, it's it's what was bargained for. It's what was in the contract. Right. Yeah, you know what I you're have doing. All that. I have all of that. I have previous. I mean, the way she contacted me is from a previous customer. I mean, even her relatives are down on her for not paying me the money, and she's. I think it's just she's right. just trying to pay, not pay me the rest of the money for a job. And uh, right. well, I, I'm just trying to make sure that what I put in that uh, statement to the customer's satisfaction. I think she's trying to hang on that uh, to say that well, I don't like it, so I'm not paying for it. In my opinion, well, that her, her argument's not going to work, and uh, I agree with Mark. Uh, you can go to small claims court with a lawyer or, with, or without a lawyer and take an, another person with you who's, uh, uh, who's an expert in that same area that, that you're in and have that person testify that uh, he's examined the photographs and, and uh, everything that you have as far as evidence and, and that it was a workmanlike job. And I think I think you're going to win. That's my okay, impression. Great. 
Thank I wish you, you the best of luck. Sure. Did he mention the cabinets all fell off the wall when she put the dishes in them? <laughs> they were crooked. The, the cups and dishes came out. <laughs> right. Did, did he happen to mention that part? No. Uh, should he leave that, that out in his case? Probably. He should probably shouldn't leave that mention out. that at all. <laughs> right. Okay. You know, I, I don't know. It could go either way. Yeah, I'm going to tell you, Moses, here's where I disagree with you. He should eliminate that line from his contract totally to make sure that that confusion to, to the customer's satisfaction, that line should be eliminated. Well, should be to industry standards. Yeah, yeah, it should point. be eliminated totally. I agree. Totally and completely. I agree. I agree. Well, right. it's the well, first time I've agreed with you. That. First time I've agreed with you, and I don't know when. Sometimes <laughs> it's, you know, Moses, sometimes i got to say it's like pulling teeth with you here. I mean, really. I mean... <laughs> Sorry. Well, let's take another call. News Radio 570 WKBN and Ron Verb. We're live at the Canfield Fair. We're, we're going to be here tonight till 6 o'clock. Attorney Mark DeVecchio is here at the Canfield Fair. You know, and i got to hand it to you, Mark. You were decent enough to actually show up on location Absolutely. and uh, be here with us. Uh, you know, you, you weren't so, uh, how do I say, um, oh, thought you had to go to the studio well in fairness to my associate there attorney moses yes. he's not from the area he's, he's from, from another state right so you know he's we send him out looking for for you know the can't feel fair we want to get him here he knows how to get to the studio at it's least not, we had him on the radio yeah, show it's nice it's really? nice it's nice and cool in here Nice and cool in there. Uh, yes, really? I'm. I'm very relaxed. But honestly, this, Moses? I, honestly, I did not even know that th that you were going to be at the Canfield Fair. I did not know that. Sure, sure. I try to keep <laughs> things quiet, Moses, so that you don't find. I don't want you knowing too much. You can understand that, don't you? Well, I'm happy I'm about that today. Yes. Okay. Right. Uh, I, but needless to say, we're just glad when you show up, Moses. That's Thank all you. that matters to Thank me. You. you know what I mean? Because I get a feeling at times I get on your nerves. Do I get on your nerves, Moses? I'll, I oh. won't admit anything. I'm not I, admitting I, anything. I, I tell you what, it's amazing. Where you stand in one place at the Canfield Fair, how many people walk by you that you recognize that you know? You know? Did you? I've never, I've never kind of just stayed in one place at the Canfield Fair. You're always walking and moving. And and you're and you're amazed at how many people you've represented. Yeah, right? If you're a people watcher. This is a good thing to do. Just kind of sit and get comfortable and hang out. Right. And who else but you would wear and be in a suit and tie? Attorney Mark DeVecchio, live at the Canfield Fair, in a suit and tie. Did you win in court today? Did court go okay today? Court went very well. It was a, it was a good day. Hard. It was a hard, difficult day. But, you know, we try to help people where we can. And I think we helped people today. That's all that matters. You were helping people. Absolutely. Right. And uh, hopefully they were able to pay the retainer. That also matters. Uh <laughs> <laughs> to David. <laughs> yeah, 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 to David. <laughs> Needless to say. All right, Moses, uh, we thank you for coming on the program. And uh, you're not in my chair back there at the studio by chance, are you, Moses? I, I, I am sitting here and facing your photograph on the wall. So I oh, want okay. You to know the, that. That, that, yeah. that is Ron the Thinker. That is my picture, Ron the uh, Thinker. Yeah. That, that, that illustrates like it. looked like it was their high school <laughs> graduation picture. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, guys. Hey, you're News welcome. Is, Ron. News is coming up. Dr. Vactor ahead.